You're listening to an Anazal Ministries podcast. Welcome back to the SG Drive-In. Today, in honor of co-host Tiberius Wan's birth year, we will be discussing the Disney animated film Tarzan. It was uh, the last movie of the Disney Renaissance. Also, was the number one selling Disney movie all the way until Tangled came out. Excited to talk about this one. Like I mentioned, we, I am here today with the one and only TJ Tiberius Wan. My name is Joshua Knoll. We're also the co-host of the Whole Church Podcast. And uh, TJ, what else should they know about you? Um, nothing. He will remain an enigma. Yes. 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 Well, as you all know, I am a huge Disney nerd. Assuming you follow the show, you should know that. The Renaissance period of Disney films, which would be 1989 until 1999, starting with Little Mermaid, ending with Tarzan, is one of my favorite eras of Disney films. They're great. This isn't necessarily one of my favorites, though. (laughs) Tarzan, to me, is kind of okay. Um, I do remember, it's one of the first movies I remember coming out. I was seven when it released, uh, which is how much older I am than TJ, which makes me feel old. Yeah. I remember it came out like two weeks after my birthday. (laughs) What's funny is the part I remember, I don't remember seeing it in the theaters as much as I remember collecting the Disney plates for it. And then the uh, Kellogg had special Tarzan spoons to eat your cereal that changed the color of the milk that came out with the movie that was for some reason just stuck in my head. Like that was a cool thing. And I remember as a kid going to Animal Kingdom and watching Tarzan Rocks was one of the uh, plays they had at Animal Kingdom Disney World for a while. I like the play or what What do you call it? The show? Yeah. Yeah. It's a show. It's not really like, a play. Yeah. I liked it a lot more than the movie. Personally, I was really upset when they replaced it at Disney, but uh, they replaced it with Nemo. I still like that, too. So, TJ, what what is your first memories encountering this movie or property or anything of Disney's? Do you remember being two weeks old seeing this? Yeah, well, I was three weeks old, so I do. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, definitely went and saw it when I was three weeks old, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but the first time I remember seeing it, I was I think I was in daycare. And, you know, daycare in the mid-2000s is, was basically just get there watch a movie, eat, play around, watch another movie. Yeah. Yeah. So I watched Tarzan a good few times when I was in daycare. I want you to know, your daycare sounds like what I would like life to be now. Movie, eat, play around, do it again, repeat. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what the weekend is for. Yeah. Uh, what's it that God said in the book of Ezra? That, that It's kind of a popular, popular Bible verse. Uh, eat, drink, and be merry. Huge yeah. fan of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that I really um, resonate with that verse. Also, in case people didn't know, that actually is where that, that phrase comes from. Um, generally, how would you describe this movie to people? What is this movie about? So if you've never seen Tarzan, uh, who are you also? <laughs> Basically, an orphaned English guy grows up in the jungle, raised by mm-hmm. monkeys, mm-hmm. gorillas, mm-hmm. to be specific. One day he finds out there's other hairless apes. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. That's the gist of it. You know, someone shows up to hunt, and uh, he falls in love with a girl named Jane. Yada, yada. Tale as old as time. That's from Tarzan, right? uh, That's funny. (laughs) Sorry, that took me a minute. That was a good one. 
Yeah, it ends up being really kind of centered, or the movie is centered around this idea of should Tarzan's allegiances be to his own race, humankind, or should it be to his family who raised him? Which yeah. gets into the question of what family actually is and that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's a, it's a nature versus nurture debate in, they kind of flip the roles. Yeah, it's pretty interesting, especially coming from Disney. I feel like for that time era, this is one of the darker Disney movies. This and like Hunchback of Notre Dame. Like the, whenever it shows Clayton's death, that's pretty heavy. Yeah. I mean, it kind of shows Clayton's death. Yeah. I feel like it does the same thing with the leopard. I feel like what's actually weird. I can't remember the name of that, the leopard, but I, I found it really interesting how long they let the dead body just kind of be on, on the screen of the leopard. And I'm like, all right, we're just going to let yeah. this hit. I guess that's why the, sure. the leopard didn't speak. That, you know, we didn't want him to be humanized in any way. We're going to let his body hang around for a while, so. We just had to make sure we knew he wasn't getting back up. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty amusing. Um, Yeah, it had some cool animation stuff, too. This is back when Disney still cared a lot about making progress on the front of animation technology. So you had a lot of cool stuff like that. Um, The stuff that you really like from Treasure Planet, what, what's it called? Deep Canvas. Deep Canvas, yeah. That's how they did, like, the the scenes where he's moving through the trees and all of that. It's also yeah. why Disney decided to make Tarzan an animated film instead of remaking another live action. It's because they felt as though the movements that Tarzan makes in the book could not be replicated in live action by real humans. I feel like that's just not, not true anymore. Yeah. It might've been then. Yeah. But, in 1999, that's probably true. People just weren't moving like that. Yeah. But I don't know well, we what's happened in these, you know, 23 years. I believe there's a, a fitting live action Tarzan now. Yeah, probably. Someone can do it. Oh, yeah. And the the person who directed this film, I don't remember his name, but one interesting fact was he actually got the job from doing such a good job directing the Goofy movie, which is one of my favorite Disney movies. That movie is absolutely excellent. Yeah, I have to agree. Yeah. But there's no deep canvas in it. so Not in Goofy, yeah, no. What, what other movies do have deep canvas, TJ? Uh, Treasure Planet and Tarzan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Treasure Planet's great. This movie, they spent $103 million on production, which was the highest to date, although yeah. that never lasts long with Disney. Yeah, and that's because of Treasure, Treasure Planet. Planet. I mean, well, that's <laughs> because of Deep Canvas is why it costs that much. Yep, and that's... Um, but this one still managed to make a ton of profit, more than any other Disney movie, up until Tangled comes out which some will argue is the beginning of the revival era of Disney. We'll get into that later. For those who are curious, we do have an episode coming up where Joe Day and I will be discussing the different eras of Disney animation and talking about the different time periods of animation and what the themes were and what Disney was trying to accomplish with that. But that's not today. Today we're talking about Tarzan. I want to take some time to compare it to the books because both of us have a friend who really just does not care for this movie specifically because he loves the book so much and parts of it. It does get right with the books, but there are some major, major turning points that are just weird. Um, I feel like the plot is more or less the same. The problem is Tarzan is almost a completely different character in this movie because in the books, Tarzan spends a ton of time reading because his parents left an entire library behind and he had literally nothing else to do. So he learned strength and all the stuff from the animals, and he was incredibly book smart. 
There isn't this whole thing of someone having to teach him what society is. He's been reading about society forever, his entire life. They probably had some things where, he, since he's just reading, that he was pronouncing words all kinds of wrong. <laughs> like, yeah, there's no way he was pronouncing the things right. Yeah. yeah, that happened to my roommate last night. He said, uh, we were, long story short, we were looking up, you know, things. He said uh, something about a Jew's harp. And I was like, what, are you, what is a Jew's harp? You mean a, a jaw harp? Mouth harp? So we just looked it up. <laughs> uh, jaw harps have like a million different names. One of them is Gigaw. Oh. So we just looked up Gigaw. And he got <laughs> to the point where he had to say bauble out loud, like B A U B L E, which hmm. I just, I don't think most people have ever had to do while reading it. <laughs> so he says, uh, bauble. That's, that's just bauble. That's, that's how yeah. you say that. Or one cool. of my favorite Family Guy clips which I'm not a huge Family Guy fan, but uh, where this 70-something-year-old man, uh, Carter Pewterschmidt, what is, what is their last? Carter, whatever. Lois's dad says, instead of the wind, he says the wind. <laughs> mm, must have been the wind. Like, you mean the wind? Yeah, is that how's that said? That's hilarious to me. Isn't that also where the, um, the cool wind, <laughs> isn't that also Family Guy? Yeah. Or is that a different one? Oh, okay. cool whip. <laughs> trying to pronounce the H. Cool. I, I did really poorly when I was an actual college student. When someone tells me I have to learn a thing, I don't want to learn that thing. I do better now, but especially when I was younger, I was just stubborn. Then after college, I learned all the stuff on my own time because I had all the books from college. And I just read them all. The big problem now is we'll talk to people who went to school and did everything right. And like, I'm reading the same books. I know what we're talking about, but I'll say a word and they're like, that's not how that's said at all. <laughs> Because, you know, we're talking like Hebrew and stuff. I've just been, you know, reading it and my brain just whatever it's spelled like is how it sounds. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think a good one is Erewis. Erewis. That's funny. You know, that's where a lot of your English acts like different dialects in England came from. At one point, everybody did just say things the way they thought it made sense when they read it. Yeah, it makes sense. So people pronounce anyway, words differently. Uh, Tarzan oh, yeah. of the Apes. <laughs> Uh, also, in the book, he was raised by chimps, not gorillas. Slight difference. Yeah. yeah, that one doesn't matter as much. So who are your favorite characters in this? Or a favorite character? Do you have not a favorite? Turk. You didn't like Turk? Is that fair to say? <laughs> I thought Turk was funny when I was a kid. The older I get, the more I'm like, meh. Well, I think I don't remember the elephant's name. That's what I was so, going to say. It's It's... Tantor. I had to look it up right before Tan this. Yeah, I love it. Tantor. Yeah, Tantor. He's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I just like uh I like the the camp music scene. That's and Tantor does. goes off. He sure does. Yeah, I I like Tarzan in this too. I mean it's one of the few movies where I'm like the main character is actually one of the best characters. Yeah, Tarzan's okay, I guess. Yeah. You don't feel uh, that way about Treasure Planet? I know where you live. I like <laughs> I like the bad guy in Treasure Planet. If I had to pick a favorite character, not like the like the bad bad guy, but you know, like the bad guy who kind of plays his dad but isn't his dad. Oh, okay. What's the guy's name? John Silver. Yeah, my brain's blanking so hard. I should know that. I've read as in like Treasure Long Island. John Silver's. Yeah, good good place. Um, what about favorite song? Do you have a favorite song from the movie? Yeah, everybody. Uh, the, is... the camp scene. Oh, yeah, wordless. It's yeah, a good one. I like um, Two Hearts, One Family. I don't know the name of the song. Probably Two Hearts. I like that song a lot. Yeah. Uh, Tarzan is really good music. Phil Collins uh, snapped, as the kids would oh, say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
Yeah. He went way harder than he needed to for this. Yeah. I, um, we have friends who swear that this is the best Disney soundtrack. Uh, I will disagree. I will always say it's Hercules. TJ will probably always say it's Treasure Planet. But I love all three. You're yeah. thinking about it. I am thinking about it. Ratatouille. Ooh, that's a good one. Other contenders, Aladdin and Lion King. Ooh, and Little Mermaid. Most of your Renaissance era has really good music. Yeah. Lilo and Stitch is good. That's true. For this one, they instead of making it a musical, they basically, they had Phil Collins hired to do music that will play while it happens instead of having the characters do the singing. Primarily because they didn't think Tarzan would be the singing type, which I think makes sense, honestly. Kind of rugged yeah. in this film. But... The one character who does sing is the one that you were talking about with the Trash the Camp song, Rosie yeah. O'Donnell. Mm-hmm. The whole reason that happened, they originally tried to get Chris Rock to play Turk. And uh, in, in interviews, he said that he was offended that they asked him <laughs> to play a gorilla. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, sure. Yeah, everybody kind of has the same like, I get where you're coming from. I don't think Disney meant it that way, <laughs> but uh, they desperately wanted to have their like uh, their genie for this movie. So they wanted a popular comedian. They ended up going to Rosie O'Donnell. She said she would do it, but only under the condition that she gets her own Disney song because she always wanted a Disney song. So Fair they enough. made this happen. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. that being said, the big theme we already mentioned is just kind of what is your family? Is it nurture? Is it nature? Where do your allegiances lie? Uh, one of the songs is one family, two worlds, one family. Great great line because that is sort of Tarzan's story. He is family with creation, with the apes, with what God did. You know, it's not a Christian movie, so it doesn't say what God did, but that's what I'm going to say. And also still feels that connection to his own type, his own, you know, humanity. So we are left with that question and TJ is going to give us a very clear answer. What is family? Uh, Family, familia, if you will, uh, really is both the people you are born with and the people you surround yourself with. I think it's fair to call them family. Yeah. People say you can't choose your family, but that's just not true. Yeah. I mean, I would say TJ and I are basically family. Yeah. Obviously not blood, but I mean, mean, obviously I could, I could pass (laughs) as your cousin for sure. You you definitely could. He, he, (laughs) you you do sort of look like that, my Kentucky family, but (laughs) I, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I find it, Just an interesting question because I feel like some people throw it around too loosely. You know, you know, we're family. Like, okay, you you work with the people. I mean, realistically, most of the time, the people you work with, you are not going to talk to when you're done working there. So sometimes that gets on my nerves. Not really, but I'm like, I don't feel like that's a proper definition of family. I don't have a problem with people saying it really, but it's just kind of a, I don't know if that really counts as family. But those friends who've been there for the lifetime, for like, I've known TJ since what you were what 10 probably younger than that i'm seven seven years older than you i had to be what 13 or 14 when i met you so you had to be like six or seven yeah yeah a long time a really long time he groomed me into being a podcaster (laughs) i mean not on purpose i don't know if that's technically wrong rest him (laughs) i um This is this what I'd say. The people that who have stood by you and gone through some stuff with you and come out the other side. Those those are your family. The people who knew me through my darkest times, see me through that. That that's my family to me. You know, and a lot of those are blood. A lot of them aren't. Yeah, yeah. There's another song 
strangers like me. And I feel like that adds to this conversation of, I don't feel like the humans were really his family because they were just strangers. They happened to be like him, but they were still strangers. Yeah. I have yeah. a, I have a cousin who is a Senator in Kansas. One of the K states. Anyway, I don't know that guy. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> I met him once. He sent me a book yeah. when I graduated high school. I don't know that guy. He's a stranger to me. Yeah. Clearly. Very clearly. <laughs> yeah. And in this, we have the nurture nature thing with Tarzan being nurtured by this family, by his own nature, just developing into a really intelligent person in the books or in this, just someone of good integrity, even. And I don't know, it's, it's fascinating to see all these pieces come together and to see him make family with his own kind, but also make enemies with people of his own kind and remain family with those who look wildly different. I, because this is the Renaissance era, I tend to think that Disney was trying to make a statement about the racial issues at the time of how the people who look like you aren't necessarily the people who are on your team. Sometimes we might look different, but we are still all one family or whatever the song goes. Yeah. yeah. This was, this was really the strong statement about class inequality. That's true. That is if very, really true. dig deep. Especially if you look into the origins of like the book. Yeah. Which was actually just about that class inequality. Yeah. Yeah. And a guy being raised by chimpanzees. Yeah. But I think that was tangential to the, yeah. the true. Well, who hasn't at least spent part of their childhood raised by chimps, you know? Yeah. Um, how this, this is my last question with this is how do we identify ourselves as both part of God's creation of, you know, the animals, the nature God's given us to take care of, but also navigate the fact that we are part of this corrupt society that we all live in. Uh, so to me, the answer is simple. Like most questions, love nature, uh, hate people, leave society, go build a shed somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah easy solution. <laughs> no, I think we are called to love what God made, which is the creation. It's the turtles. It's the forest. It's the trees. I hate to be a tree hugger, but it is all that. But it's also the humans, not necessarily what the humans have made. Some stuff that humans made are terrible, but I think we still love humans as part of God's creation and an important part of God's creation that was made in his own image even. Yeah. Yeah. But also living in a shed away from everybody doesn't sound terrible, especially if you have a giant library like tarzan had sounds great actually yeah all right everybody uh let's all leave society and become tarzan is that a is that our end takeaway you know i think there's limited space in today's day and age for us to become tarzan uh but some notable destinations might be sentinel island uh good luck though uh madagascar <laughs> most of which is you know uninhabited wild jungle uh in the congo yeah mostly wild amazon rainforest Go for it. Absolutely. Yeah. If you are going to try one of those, though, don't go to Sentinel Island. Yeah. Indigenous tribe is not friendly. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's one accurate way. YouTube it. You'll know what he means. Yeah. Um, Is there anything else about this movie, high points, low points, or anything that you wanted to say before we got to the end of this? I, I think Tarzan, more than most Disney movies, just has really good action scenes. That's true. And not just the fighting. Expound, please. Vine surfing. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Gorgeous. Excellent use of deep canvas. Extremely dynamic because of the deep canvas. Yeah, it's super cool. I have probably played through 
the Tarzan level of Kingdom Hearts more times than most Disney fans have watched Tarzan. Just because the way they were able to mimic that imagery and the vine part was just so much fun for me. I just like going through the trees and seeing the vine. I'm like, this is great. Getting to play it and live in it. I'm like, that was that was cool. That was just a cool yeah. thing that they did. You ever you ever notice that most Disney fans don't play Kingdom Hearts? Losers. <laughs> They're missing out, man. You can get you can just live in these movies. It's fantastic. But this is yeah. not a Kingdom Hearts episode. Um another thing I want to say about this movie, this will be my last big takeaway. I I think what Tarzan might do better than I won't say all other Disney movies, but most other Disney movies, it does a lot of talking without using words or sound. It does a lot of talking just with images. You have the images of hand against hand all throughout this movie. Hands are an important symbol. You have the image of Tarzan holding on to Kerchak. The image of the leopard being killed. I mean, the imagery in this film spoke so much more than I think the dialogue did. And it was truly a fantastic thing that they did with that. Yeah. I think that's where Brother Bear messed up. Uh, they let them talk after they turned into bears. <laughs> Brother Bear is incredibly underrated. Also, this this is my wrong opinion of the episode because I have to have one of those. I think Phil Collins did better work for Brother Bears than he did Tarzan. Brother Bear was just such a good album. Although, that could be because I've heard it Less than Tarzan. Tarzan's overplayed. Can you feel it calling <laughs> in the air tonight? Also, I, it's not Phil Collins, but the uh, when they when they show up at the thing and it's all "Welcome to the Family" song, like all the bears are partying. I could talk about Brother Bear for a while now. So this is now the Brother Bear episode. Well, not, that's, uh, this isn't the Brother Bear episode. Two. Oh, <laughs> part so two don't of look Tarzan for is Brother two. Bear. Yeah. Well, well, we'll come back to that later. Also, uh, Brave was just an attempt to do Brother Bear again and to make it popular, but it was a lot worse. And with that, TJ, we've been asking theater-related questions at the end of each of the SG drive-in stuff. And one I wanted to get your answer to. I've, I've been asked it. I've asked a couple other people. Has there ever been a time that you had that you just walked out of a movie theater? Uh... Yeah, every time I go, I do eventually walk out. Yeah. <laughs> but there's never been a movie that was just so bad that you were like, I can't sit through no. this. I don't I don't go see movies that could possibly be that bad. I, I've had like three or four times in my whole life that I've walked out of a theater. I've, I've discussed the bad ones before. There was one really good movie that I walked out of the theater during, but I walked out in the beginning of it. And it was, um, what was it? I think it was Rogue One. It was one of the Star Wars movies. And I didn't walk out because the movie was bad. I walked out because I got 10 minutes in and the couple in front of me would not stop talking extremely loudly where I couldn't hear the movie. So I walked out, saw the next time it was going to play because it was playing like every 15 mo minutes. Just went to another theater and watched it in that one where people weren't talking. That doesn't count. Yeah, but you know, I needed to share something. <laughs> that doesn't count. All right. Yeah. Well, guys... If you want to hear us talk more about the Disney eras, again, look forward to me and Joe discussing everything from the 1940s till now in Disney in an upcoming episode. And with that, if you haven't seen Tarzan, it really is a good movie. You should listen to it. You should watch it. You should also listen to it. Get the soundtrack. Play it in your car right now. You'll be happy you did. And do to me and TJ a favor. Um, we need you to do this. Uh, just remember... 
that we're all a chosen people, a geekdom of priest. This was an Anazal Ministries podcast. If you enjoyed this show and would like to learn more about our network, be sure to check out the Anazal Ministries podcast network.